0: Welcome to Investigating the Individual, a podcast about analyzing and investigating various main characters in the prevalent play Macbeth. Each week we deliver an informative, well-researched podcast that analyzes in depth a main character from the notable play. This week we will be closely analyzing arguably the most important character in the play Macbeth himself. Through a range of articles, quotes, language techniques and more, today's episode will cover every important aspect of Macbeth's character. I'm your host, Lucy Huey, and you're listening to Investigating the Individual. Welcome to our first episode of Investigating the Individual. After reading the play Macbeth, our podcast is a great way to closely analyze different characters' psychology, motives, themes, and more. To start off today's episode, we're going to talk briefly about important themes and their influence throughout Macbeth's character. So, as I was reading Macbeth and thinking critically about who he represented in the play, two main themes kept springing up in my mind. Ambition, and more importantly, the corrupting power of unchecked ambition and guilt. Of course, I know there are so, so many more themes in Macbeth than these two, but to me, these two themes seem to drive Macbeth and his actions, so I think these themes are the two most important ones for his character. To analyze the full extent of Macbeth's corrupting ambition, I turn to a couple different sources, as well as the actual play Macbeth. The first source I looked into was Sparknotes, which gave me a quick summary of Macbeth and his destructive relationship with ambition throughout the duration of the play. Macbeth initially presents himself as a strong, worthy thane, as seen in King Duncan's description of Beth, a worthiest cousin, and the service and loyalty I owe. However, as soon as a seed of potential power is planted in Macbeth's head, he becomes incredibly fixated on it. This seed of potential power is the three witches' prophecy of him becoming king. Obviously, the Three Witches are not the most credible source, as Macbeth doesn't know them and has randomly stumbled upon them. In fact, many people speculate as to whether the witches really were the first to plant the idea of kingship in Macbeth's head, or whether he himself had already become fixated on it and the Three Witches telling him it was a possibility just made him want to believe it more. Regardless, Macbeth's ambition is toxic and all-consuming and it consistently leads to poor decisions. As seen in a quote from Sparknotes, Macbeth's corrupting ambition is particularly dangerous, as it is unchecked by moral constraints. Personally, while I don't feel that every aspect of Macbeth's ruthless actions are completely free of moral guidance throughout the play, we do see him prioritize his power gain and advancement at the expense of his moral conscience. This leads into the next theme I have found throughout Macbeth's character, guilt. We know that Macbeth does in fact feel substantial guilt at murdering his friend Banquo and his king, Duncan. However, the distinction that Shakespeare makes between Macbeth's guilt and any other person's guilt is the priority of Macbeth's guilt. During the play Macbeth, Macbeth's conscience and morals are overshadowed by his intense ambition. This ambition drives him to do insane things. And then once the deed is done, Macbeth is tormented by his human guilt and is visited by ghosts and hallucinations. In fact, something that becomes apparent as the play progresses is the fact that both Lady Macbeth and Macbeth feel such intense guilt that they actually can't enjoy all the power they've amassed. Additionally, Lady Macbeth and Macbeth do try to rationalize this guilt by saying what is done is done and that their actions cannot be undone. But this does nothing to the effect of making them feel better and less guilty. Essentially, throughout the play, a pattern that repeatedly occurs is Macbeth committing a murder to advance his power, then feeling the repercussions hit him afterwards as his conscience is second to his ambition throughout the play. So, after reading the entirety of the play and reading firsthand the atrocities committed by Macbeth and his ambition, I decided to research further into his psychology and how it plays a role in Macbeth. While I was researching his psychology, I stumbled upon an Enotes article about all the ways Shakespeare engineered Macbeth to allow his ambition and weaknesses to overrule any moral objections he might have had. This article has suggested that Macbeth actually had a strong need for Lady Macbeth's approval, as well as repressed desires Lady Macbeth then encouraged him to act upon. Macbeth's need for Lady Macbeth's approval is evident in Act 1, Scene 7, where Lady Macbeth makes a point of questioning his manhood and referring to him as a cat who liked fish but did not wish to get his paws wet. She does this by referring to an adage that would have been well known during that time. In this way Shakespeare not only reflects Macbeth's intense ambition but also deflects a portion of the blame for Macbeth's actions onto Lady Macbeth. In conclusion, Macbeth is subject to poor decision making from his fiery ambition yet also is routinely plagued by his conscience after he commits atrocious murders. These two phenomenons are also influenced by his psyche which gives him a strong need for Lady Macbeth's approval and a lust for power and influence. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Please consider subscribing to make sure you don't miss out on any episodes to come. I'm your host, Lucy Huey, and this is Investigating the Individual.